Welcome in everyone to this week's Five Aside, where we are back with part two of our supporters group shows. My name is Glenn Paisan, and I am not crying yet. I expect I will. And Quit joining lying. me tonight, <laughs> joining me tonight is a woman who should never ever apologize for accidental glitter disbursement. It is Jennifer Taylor. Hello, Jennifer. Well, hello there, Glenn. <laughs> Sadly, Kristen will not be joining us tonight because unfortunately she caught round two of COVID. And uh, we didn't want to take any risks of uh, infection, even over the internet. Um, however, we are going to be discussing something equally infectious without any of the bad side effects, and that is big supporter group energy. And joining us tonight, we have Jason Wells, who you might easily recognize for wearing a gladiator helmet. Are you not entertained? Uh, Jason, I can only assume that you are very excited about Gladiator 2 coming out uh, relatively soon. <laughs> um. I had no idea that the second one was coming out, but that's yeah, I was going to say, I didn't hear about that either. But. It's coming. Am I dropping, am I dropping insider knowledge because uh, okay. I work in the film business? Did I just, <laughs> did I just do a, 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 a Atlanta United Hawks kit reveal type, uh, <laughs> type leak? All right. Well, it's coming. And uh, Denzel Washington is going to be in it. Oh, wow. I don't know in which role. I don't know if Russell Crowe is coming back. Anyhow, I digress. And we also uh, we also have uh, Kevin Kinley and Mark Kniffer. I think I got that right. You got Kniffer? it right. Thank you. Well, you didn't call him Jones. I did not call him Jones. <laughs> You're never going to let that go. They never. are from the faction. And actually, um, Kevin is the, the founder of the faction. Um, do either of you wear any unique headgear uh, of, of sorts, gladiator helmet no. or, or otherwise? Well, we all kind of wear, wear headgear because uh, I'm just a... I'm a co-founder, not just the founder. Um, so we all founded it together um, okay. watching the uh, Women's World Cup back in 2015. So that's how we mm, began. Cool. Um, double K names. Very popular here. Kevin Kratz, Kevin Kinsey. Um, very popular at Atlanta United. So we are going to um, dive in a little bit into each of these groups and how they are different, what they bring to the table and why you want to be a part of um, one of them, or both of them, all of them. And if you are um, just now listening to this episode and you haven't listened to the previous one we did oh, a couple months ago where it was featuring the Gulch and what the Gulch is and how it's this uh, sort of merging of all the supporter groups to have sort of one almost unified voice to communicate with the front It's not office. sort of one unified voice. It, it is, is one collective unif <laughs> unified <laughs> voice that's for support. supporting that's the Atlanta United. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Mark, uh, since I, 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 I heard through uh, grapevines and assorted other social media things, you know a little something about this whole Gulch concept and what it is and – Maybe you can like break that down for us. That'd be cool. I, I do, and I, I'm happy to. Um, it is as was just described, which it's 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 a collective, right? It's intended to be a collaborative. Um, it is its own nonprofit that was set up um, by the six groups, the four originals and the two additional, the Dose and All Stripes. That we all came together and figured out that this is something that needs to be done. And I think one of the reasons you guys do this podcast, right, is is to to clarify to to what's going on in supporter culture, right? To to amplify, to highlight, right? And do it in a way that is clear, but it's also true and consistent. Um, there's a lot of, there are a lot of folks out there who want to be a part of something, part of this, but they don't really know how to, or there are a lot of people that may have information that may not be totally true. 
right? They're and they're 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 a little bit uh, misguided on some things, and that, that they just need to be set on the straight and narrow. Um, and that's what the Gulch is intended to do. It's intended for us all to come together and be that singular voice. Um, if you happen to see, speaking of social media, that the Instagram page for the Gulch was launched this last weekend, and you know it, it looks did very shiny and awesome. Well, cool. there's a there's a person responsible for that. Um, he's a, a capo and Kyle Ham, and he is, he's, he's just a great guy all around, but he's, he's done the heavy lifting. He's, he's got a team doing it too, but he's done a superb job of corralling all the groups, getting us all together and getting the information together and then setting up a framework for us to be able to do what we were just talking about, which is the Gulch being that, that place where we collaborate, we work together to meet the sim similar goals that each of our individual groups have. Um, but it's that clearinghouse. It's that place where we all come together and we meet periodically and we plan. And that's what we're doing now. And frankly, it's fun because this is the beginning of that process. There's some growing pains in the sense of trying to sort out how things work. We're still setting up committees, for example. Right. And we're trying to sort out how that process is going to work. We wrote these bylaws that took way too long to, to get set up. I don't know if you heard any about the history <laughs> of that, but that, that's its own saga, literally an epic. And um, I'm just happy to say that in the end that. You know, the good guys, the good folks won and we have bylaws, we have a group, we have an, we, we are in the process of forming nonprofit um, and, and getting that stuff together. So uh, listen, if the Instagram component works, you know, where we're being able to bring the chance in, right, have have that element of it together instead of just having its own website sitting out there. You mean fine, we can't but, like get those projected on the halo board because atlchance.com does isn't isn't easy to find and absolutely. you know printing chance on little cards and putting them in the seats that doesn't work either and right yeah it's all those things right what you just said is feedback we've heard right within our own groups and also from others that are outside the groups so the gulch is this place that you don't have to go to say talk to the faction or talk to terminus or terminus legion or talk to one of the other groups and be like oh it's going to sort of filter its way up or down or whatever direction it needs to go no you have the gulch you can go there and then the gulch will sort out how things work and the great thing is in in theory we all respect each other right and we've all come together created this organization and you know we all know that we have numbers of members and it's yes there's a little bit of competitive spirit in there but it's fun sure. But the idea is that we do what's right by the club, right? What's right by the city, what's right by what we're doing together as the Gulch. So it gives us that identity for us to be able to say, you know what, I can get behind that. And then find an individual supporter group as well that may, which I'm sure we're going to talk about here too, about what we each represent, right? We each all have our own right. sort of identity as well. But but within that, we've all come together. It's the Gestalt principle, right? Some of the parts, right? That's awesome. Um, the whole I'm, is I'm, so. It's just, you know, I think next year, last year, you could really feel the shift in energy and it was kind of like everything old is new again. Right. And I mean, hell, we even ended the season. We even ended the season the same way. We're like on this big old upswing, have all this momentum when we run into a Columbus juggernaut yeah. and you know, they take us out in penalties. Thanks. Thanks. But yeah. well, the new MLS playoff format that we don't know what we're even doing with playoffs this year format. Um, yeah. The third match I think was the equivalent of the shootout. Anywho. Um, so like this year, I feel like we're all set. You know, people in the city, people are buzzing again in the city about it. Like, you know, with the World Cup announcement, there's there's just there's a lot of and the U.S. Soccer Federation headquarters here. Like there's a lot of really awesome soccer energy out there yeah. in, in this in the city right now. And we are having a soccer moment. And, 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 and this is, I think, you know, if you miss the opportunity to get on the bandwagon the first time, 
you know, I think the coolest thing about supporter groups is it, it's, it's a bandwagon where the doors don't actually close, you know, everybody yes. is always super, super welcoming, but um, you know, the bandwagon had to hook up to a, had to hook up to a train somewhere. Um, and uh, we have Jason here with us who uh, his supporter group is celebrating a very big milestone birthday this year. So um Jason, do you want to give us a little bit of a breakdown since, you know, you guys kind of took the canopy off the covered wagon and stopped at the Oregon Trail and didn't die in dysentery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, we, yeah, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary, 10 years of Charmus Legion. Uh, we were founded goodness. back in 2014. Um, and one of the cool things about that was you know, I've been in this city since 2002. Um, I grew up in Alabama, so professional sports didn't even exist kind of at all. So uh, for a long time, I always wanted, wish we'd get an MLS team, but in the in the capital of uh, SEC football country and all, ACC football, all that stuff, uh, I didn't really think it was going to happen. Like, we're yeah. not going to be anywhere near that list as far as it happening soon, you know, maybe in another 10 years or whatever, but, uh, but it happened. Yeah. And well, the other thing was, you know, uh, if you guys know the story back in 2012 or 2011, uh, Matt Stigall started the ATL once MLS, uh, Twitter handle, which is the first thing I found, uh, him through just, looking around at MLS content and Atlanta stuff. Um, and then I actually encountered him through the uh, ATL Spurs uh, fan group. So I've been a Spurs fan since about 2010. Another Spurs supporter. We all love y'all. I know I don't have much ground to stand on um, supporting Chelsea right now in, in this moment. Um, but boy, y'all love pain. But it has been better. It's a this, beautiful stadium. Uh, <laughs> yeah well i mean a... being a spurs fan is you know that you know you're you're getting a good person i know as chelsea i'm meant to hate spurs i don't i don't have that baggage with me because you know i, I i'm not from england i relatively i don't support chelsea from 40 years ago you know i don't carry a lot of the baggage with me i have a lot of respect for spurs fans anybody who's willing to put up that long without a single trophy not yeah. one <laughs> not even so much as a florida cup Nothing. well you know you're getting quality people quality people it's it, for me it was a it was it's a simple choice and, and really a, a, a very easy to uh, ease into that into that mode <laughs> so i grew up i grew up an auburn fan in Tuscaloosa, alabama in the 90s yeah. with alabama winning the championship early you know ah, um, i came to i came to atlanta to go to georgia tech i never had any team i rooted for ever history in my life in any sport win a championship until Atlanta United did. So for me, that was a, a, a real like euphoric kind of feeling. So um, I, mean, I was already hooked before that. But anyway, so the point being um, in that kind of the, the end of 2013 within the Atlanta Spurs group, um, Matt Seagal, who's the you know, original kind of founder of Termis Legion, said, hey, I'm going to get this thing started together just because you know, I guess he'd gotten enough kind of uh, traction and response via his Twitter handle that he was going to start up a group. And of course, 
uh, he didn't really know what that looked like, but took a lot of inspiration from like the Sons of Ben uh, supporters groups out of Philadelphia and the real grassroots kind of approach that they made um, because they were lobbying for a team for like was like seven or eight years before they finally actually got one. Um, And, uh, you know, and so that was sort of like in that early days, uh, that was sort of the plan. Like, okay, we're going to have to do this stuff where we just like show up with signs and annoy the hell out of people around the city for an indeterminate amount of time until somebody pays attention or we get something going. So um, it was crazy that like basically four months later, uh, Arthur Blank, you know, made this announcement that, you know, they're going to, there's, you know, tune in on Tuesday at downtown yeah. and we're going to be making some announcement. And so, you know, for us, it was, you know, sirens, red alert, red alert. You know, we're all kind of <clears throat> got excited. But, you know, so I, for me, that was shocking. I had no idea it was going to happen that quickly as far as from when we decided to take it a step further and, and, and announce that. So um, for us, you know, we've been around for a while. So we did a lot of things kind of. Uh, that for those first three, four years before there was Atlanta United, where we were just trying to build momentum for energy in the city, for soccer, for a professional team, which involved a lot of grassroots type of stuff, and including a lot of silverbacks. Um, Sir. Sure. And get together and support um, back in that day. Um, so um, anyway, so the, uh, you know, a, a lot of kind of how, what I think about differentiating the different supporters groups and, and kind of what they come for, I think about a lot of um, our original goal was just uh, supporting Atlanta soccer and whatever that kind of looks like. Cause it, there wasn't, it didn't look like anything yet. Um, so, uh, you know, we, that's kind of a, a, a thing. So I'm actually our uh, uh, VP, if you will, of, of our kind of community outreach and service this year. So um, we're kind of trying to do a little uh, getting back to our roots and we're uh, focusing all of our uh, philanthropy efforts this year on supporting grassroots marketing organizations. Um, so we're looking at, you know, obviously Soccer Streets, who we've supported for a number, a number of years, which is a fantastic organization, but a lot of the other stuff. So, you know, we just participated in the event that Jason Longshore uh, put on last week. Um, or maybe the week before uh, with uh, the uh, Crescent City Soccer Foundation um, down in McDonough. So, uh, yeah, that's just different stuff that we got going on uh, that we're trying to participate in. So a lot of this stuff that I was um, I was hoping to see. So I was on, I was on the Termos Legion board back in um, 2017 and 18. And we did so wait, 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 wait. You, you did uh, this before. Yeah, you were yeah. on a board. You did all this leadership and organizational stuff. And yeah. you like, and, and you're not tired or burnt out. You want to come back and do it again. Why, why would you yeah. want to, you know? Why, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think that that's, uh, that is a big kind of I know, struggle that people have with the burnout. Right. Um, so yeah, I did it back in, uh, you know, I was on the board in 18 and 19. And mm-hmm. actually the reason I stopped being on the board was I had, I was basically open a family business with my family and was running that kind of full-time. Oh, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't like Jurgen Klopp where I'm just running out of energy. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I I direct the manager towards something else. So Kevin, I got, I got, I got a question for you, Kevin. You've been so nice and quiet over there the whole time. Um, Why do you think, why do you, why do you think we need a supporter group? Like, what does that even, you know, I can be a Braves fan. I don't have to join a group. 
I don't have to, you know, you know, I can wear a Jersey. I don't have to wear like patches and, you know, whatever, or know how to wave a, wave a, wave a giant, you know, 20 foot flag. And I don't need to, um, know all these songs to sing constantly for 90 minutes. Like, why do we need this stuff? Um, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, there's one thing to, to, to go to the Atlanta United games and support the team. Um, but to, to, to be a fan of, of, of a club, um, can mean more. And by that, I mean, just what Jason said in, in that, you know, giving back, not just to your city or the community, but giving a little bit more in the name of Atlanta United, right? So whether you're doing community service or you're doing soccer clinics, um, you know, for a a disadvantaged neighborhood or um, collecting uh, cans for a food bank or, you know, bringing, uh, getting together 40 jerseys for an orphanage in in Costa Rica, Um, giving back in the name of Atlanta United is what is what means to us the most, um, which is why we started our group. Uh, the faction word means a group within other groups with um, with different ideas, and and that's that's why we started because um, we were players when when we were growing up, and I played for the Atlanta Ruckus '97, uh, which was right before the right Silverbacks, and um mark played in college and all of our founders played and um we wanted a supporter group that um that thought a little bit differently and we don't think that much differently than than the other groups but we feel like we come from a different perspective in that um we uh we can look at the game in a different way and and that way is very similar to the other groups but it's also um allows us to have a different perspective um i'm the executive director of a of a local uh youth soccer club here in uh inside the city of atlanta and the the 3000 kids that we have in our club um speak volumes about what they do within the community and within the the city of atlanta and we're just so proud to um meaning the faction we're we're proud to to be a representative of Atlanta United, because I think more important, um, more importantly, that right now is the most important time to be united, right? We've been fractured for all these years and meaning all these years, the last five years since we won a championship, but um, Mm -hmm. we need to get back to that. And I think by forming the Gulch, we are uniting back together and we are uh, coming together at a, at a really good time in Atlanta soccer history with U.S. soccer coming to town, with Copa America, with the World Cup, with with all this stuff, man. And um, I think uh, it's a it's a good way for us to come together. Hell yeah! See, that's that's the beautiful part of the beautiful game. You know, it's it's not the the beautiful play and transition football, tiki taka. I mean, I won all those things. God, please more trophies. <laughs> but this game, this is what makes it so unique is that it can bring so many different people with so many different perspectives, ways of looking at the game, ways of 
uh, uh, different uh, uh, ideologies, beliefs, whatever it is, but it can also unify all those different perspectives and still allow for that individuality to exist. That's the beautiful part of this game that makes it so unique. And there's just no other sport where you can both experience that and be a part of it and creating that and, and, and continuing because this, the beautiful game doesn't stay beautiful if we all don't make it so. Like these things don't just happen in a vacuum. All this work you're doing with the youth and the kids is beautiful. Um, the the gulch, everything. It doesn't happen unless you put in a ton of time and energy, which you all have done. And that's the message that we want to get across to people is that giving your time and energy, it's not giving it up. It's not giving time away. It's investing it. And the return on the investment that you get is tremendous. That's the That's the thing that really gets me about being part of this community and whatever capacity I am part of this community is is that I'm a sporty girl despite all outward outward appearances but um you know I I've always been a sports person I was a big Braves fan in the you know in the 90s I was you know a kid and it was a thing and uh you know hockey person figure skating like not soccer right but being a fan of those sports didn't make me feel like it was so intertwined with the place that I live and and want to get more involved in making the place that I live a better place. And when I found supporter culture, like that's that was the thing for me. It's not it wasn't even the soccer. I mean, yeah, there's some pretty boys running around in, you know, shorts and I'm, I'm some very that. pretty boys. <laughs> I know we've had our struggles over the past four years since 2019. We haven't won a lot, but we have not dipped in the looks department. <laughs> not not one bit. I know. I know. Um, but, but, you know, there's your consolation prize. We are the, the best looking team in this league, bar none. But we, it don't, was- we don't have the Yabba's legs anymore, though. No, yeah. And the lion tattoo on his thigh, right? <laughs> Our wives would tell you where exactly it sits. I'm telling you. Tito is a walking Snapchat filter. It's not <laughs> fair. It, come on. Nobody. Nobody. You just look at the photos he posts on Instagram and you're like, how's that not a filter? How is it not a filter? <laughs> I, I swear, I swear to God, there there is some you know very short man that doesn't make it into any pictures or frames of cameras or Has whatever that follows him around constantly <laughs> combing the hair or flattening or doing the hair is just so perfect. It's, it's so perfect. anyhow. I, I I digress. He's beautiful, but anyway. but, but yeah, that would that's the thing that's different, and I think that's you know ultimately why we have supporter groups and also why we're now harnessing the collective energy of all this, all the really good things that supporter groups do and making it you know, amplifying all of that entire voice. Um, so, you know, you were talking about like, you know, meeting up and, you know, getting together and bringing the city together. Um, you know, not going to lie. We all know that we throw the best party in town as a supporter community. You know, it's, it's the place to be seen. And, um, it has been described, and I really like this description, as the idea of a giant block party where you kind of have different different DJs, different types of music uh, at every house on the block, and all the doors are just wide open. So it's great. You can, you know, stop into one place and, you know, hear some, hear some Kesha, and then you can go into another place and, uh, you know, maybe get some Whitney Houston. You just never know. So, Jason, if Terminus Legion was having this block party. Um, I would love to know uh, what kind of dessert Terminus Legion would be serving. And 
what is the DJ spinning? And you can say pie, it's okay. No, because oh, no. any time is a good time for pie. Not, well, uh, at the real block party, the DJ is really spinning. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Proclaimers, I would walk 500 miles. Okay. In parentheses, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a big uh, that's a popular crowd pleaser, in the, in our house. Uh, let's see. I would say serving. No, no I mean I think it's got to be. It's got to be our uh, our fun cups, our alcoholic ice cream. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? Ice cream? Hold hold up. Yeah, yeah. So play uh, that back. Wait. V A R. Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Alcohol. So, Fun, you call them fun cups. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is yeah. alcohol jo- infused ice cream. JoJo's fun cups, yeah. She makes alcohol. JoJo's fun cream. cups. <laughs> she puts them in little cups. So, like, it's not like you gotta eat a ton of it. There's little ones, and then usually got like a couple different uh flavors per tailgate, usually themed. But, um, yeah, that's, how is this? That's, how is this? We ma- okay, we could we could really get into the weeds on this. I don't know if we want to go yeah, down. No, the no, this is, let's let's this not is, go this off. Is, no. This is this is but it's alcohol infused <laughs> ice cream. And, yeah. and hey, if you're listening out here, we would love to hear your uh, team-aligned flavors in the comments for this episode. I want to see what you're going to pair with a Red Bull match. Are you going to are you going to go old school and make you know Red Bull vodka ice cream, or you know if Philly comes to town, are you going to give me some cheese whiz ice Listen, cream? I, like, I don't know. Like I, I want to so- see what y'all come up with. Sometimes right. these episodes can run a bit long. We might be able to wrap it up right there. Like if alcohol infused ice cream <laughs> is not enough motivation to get your ass out and, and volunteer at a tailgate, <laughs> you might be asking for a whole lot. Um, all right. Noted. Need to get over to, to that one. Uh, so bad decisions will be had. Great. Outside of uh, obviously there are cool alcoholic ice creams that I knew nothing about. Um, what is, what is the coolest thing that you've ever gotten to do because you have been part of a supporter group? It, it could be any supporter group. It doesn't have to be your supporter group, but like, what is the coolest thing that you've gotten to do because you do this thing? <laughs> well, um, I, I got a really cool, ex- I mean, I think probably the coolest thing is when we've gotten to go to the training ground and there's, yeah. And, uh, you know, you can have a brief conversation with them, get an autograph, wish them some good luck on the upcoming season and things like that. I was lucky enough to do that, I think, back in 21 or something when they started doing that. Um, and that's that's uh, that was probably the coolest thing. Uh, a close second was well, – and so that was probably the coolest. The funnest, pure fun, was the double-decker rooftop bus – bar crawl for the postseason game in 21 i think it was 21 mark's over there pointing his finger like he knows what you're talking about i thought you were going to talk about the championship parade yeah the championship celebration right so i didn't get to i had to work that day so was i i couldn't get off i I, I literally (laughs) three days notice i asked off and i couldn't get off So, Mark, are you going to tell a different story? Or are you going to talk about a different double decker bus that was equally cool, or do you have a different experience that was? Well, the I, no, the double that the celebration was amazing. Fucking victory parade, man! That that was that was incredible in 2018. But ah, I, I, the answer the answer I would give is actually 
honestly, the unified signing days are one of the coolest oh. things that Atlanta United does. It's yeah. just hard to, and, and, and that's the great thing about the SGs, right? I mean, it's, you get, you get access, right. And you get to be able to do those things by being a part of the groups and expressing mm. interest and being involved and putting in volunteers. And every group does it a little differently in terms of credits and who can do what, but um, the unified signing days are just a cool thing to, to go to. And, you know, they, they sign contracts, right. And for those who yeah. are listening here that don't may not know what it is, the unified team, right. Is, is um, they, it's unified because it's um, uh, let me get the, the language, right. Um, intellectually disabled and not intellectually disabled players play on the same team. They're unified together. And they have a signing day and Atlanta United holds at the training ground or they do it at a cool place somewhere in Atlanta. Last year it was Park Tavern. Um, and they basically get a couple of players out. You know, uh, previously it's been Darren Eels, now it's Garth. And, you know, they bring out the coach and then everybody comes out and these unified players sign their contracts. And it's like the coolest thing just to see how happy it makes not just the players, but everybody in the room. It's just, it's a feel good, right? But it's just Absolutely. fun. It's, it's why we do. It's why we do this. Um, but but I'll, I'll give you one other quick one. I'll be fast. My favorite experience, a benefit we got as being part of SG was Darren Eels going away dinner. Um, was it Bones? And it was with Arthur Blank. Boca was there. Pineda was there. Um, and it was all the SGs had a couple of people there. And it was just a classy thing. Darren is a class act, of course, as everybody knows. Um, and it was a very cool experience and a dinner to be able to connect with folks and talk with everybody. A lot of the front office folks too, which a lot of behind the scenes folks that people don't know by name, but that do a, do a ton of great work and make it happen and are the cogs in the machine, right? It was just a really cool experience in this sort of dimly lit room with, you almost felt like it was like some sort of backroom party where like stock secrets were being passed between people and we we're going to go off and like make millions of dollars, you know, off this stuff. It was gold. Like it was, it was really cool. And it was fun. Um, so anyway, that was that would those those are the two things I would highlight as as part of what SG culture means, but also some of the things we get to do that are facilitated by our our involvement and the things that we accomplish and the things that we do at the front office and the team. I love the signing day one, and I'm I'm really sad that Kristen isn't here uh, to talk with us about this. You, you'd have made we her cry. Little... She'd be running out of Kleenex right now. <laughs> oh man, uh, she is the mother of a, a special needs child, and it it's close to her. It, it means a lot to see these kids not just out there as like token players. Like you said, they sign contracts. Yeah. It's, it goes they, beyond they travel, that. They like, treat them like they're first team players. They yeah. get a media day. They do pictures. Their pictures go up on the website. Like their yeah, matches really are broadcast. And Hey, when um, yeah. usually they'll, they'll play a couple of home matches and uh, it, get the full never, treatment. you've got to stay afterward. Cause they're usually play after the first team match. The energy in the building, the supporters bring it out to the section. We chant for them for 90, the same way we chant for the first team. And and yeah. it ma- it makes such a difference. It's it's phenomenal how how wonderful of a program we have here for that in particular. And the visibility that it brings to, you know, other similar programs like the Special Olympics, which I've been a huge supporter of for years. Um, you know, and the opportunities that they offer for people of all abilities in this town. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. Cool. Um, so, hey, that's a really great segue uh, because I just want to kind of quickly recap, like, the mission, all, all supporters groups have a community service mission at their core. Um, so I know that both of you guys have a big time focus on community service. Do you want to just hit a couple of, of community service highlights for each of the groups? 
Maybe we start with you, Kevin. Uh, Mark, you go ahead. You, you, you have more uh, background on that. Sure. Um, our, our community focus, it, 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 it started out with the Fuji's Academy, so I should mention them first and their founder, um, Luma. And one of the reasons we started the faction was, as Kevin was describing earlier, just to add on to his, his great words were, is that it was about our kids. We felt there was a niche that we could fill with our own vantage point and perspective on the sport and what it meant to have a club in your own town, which none of us grew up having in the US, uh, at least not at this level. And so that was a new thing. And for us who all, we, we have kids and our kids were young then, they're not now, which is crazy. Um, but they, but that focus of, of the sport and Fuji's Academy, if you don't know their story, fujisfamily.org, it, it is incredible. And they started in Clarkston, but they have expanded beyond that now into Ohio and Columbus area. And what they're trying to do is, is great. And the differences they've made in, in kids' lives, refugee children and, and, and heartbreaking stories, but also just the families and the communities that, that the impact that they make um, with this wraparound school it started out as a, as a little a soccer team, right? And it turned into wow. something much greater. Um, but Fuji's Academy, youth soccer is a big part of it. So the sport itself, you know, our mission, I'll, I'll read it because I always have to, you know, is using sports to develop youth character, right? But, and the language of soccer to promote tolerance, inclusivity, and the value of collaboration and achieving success. And we live by that, right? So the sport itself, Fuji's Academy, youth soccer, Inner Atlanta FC, right? And, and a lot of youth soccer clubs around the, the city, there's a ton of them. Um, that right. we are very in, involved with. Uh, Kevin can speak to that more than I can. And it, it, it's it's just so important to us that we support the sport, not just with Atlanta United, but grassroots all the way up to the top. Um, and then beyond that, it's a big one for us is mental health. I won't give you the full story, but there's a great um, behind the stripes that Atlanta United did with Kevin and I a couple years ago. Um, you can find it just doing a Google search. And it talks about um, a good friend of ours who um, we lost um, and why we spend so much time and money on mental health and stigmas associated with it and bringing those down um, and, and making it so that people know that they have a support system, even though they may not think they do. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a little hard to talk about, but right. you know, that's, that's an important thing for us. Um, and then lastly, um, a couple other groups, I mean, veterans organizations uh, like Veterans Empowerment Organization, uh, Unhoused, uh, Blessing Bags of Warmth. Uh, Mental Health Decatur Education Foundation, Joe's Fund. I'm, I know I'm name dropping at this point, but we, are, are, are those are our, our pillars, right? Is is the sport yeah. and how it connects to youth in the community, um, refugee community in Clarkston and beyond. Um, mental health is a big one. And then, of course, other things that, that are around our lives that may not be connected to the sport, that but that, like we're talking about, bring us together. Uh, homeless unhoused community in Atlanta is is something that, you know, that is close to us as well and, and veterans you know, how can you not? Um, so that, that's, I, that's the, that's the, the long answer to your question. Well, I, you know, and I, th I think it's worthy of a long answer because I think that's something that, you know, we're learning and, you know, getting to talk to, you know, everybody, you know, all the different representatives inside of the gulches, you know, when you look at the very, very wide net that community service done by supporters groups casts, you're really getting, support and visibility for organizations all over the metro area. And I think recently I described the metro area as everything from Macon to the mountains. Right. You know, so it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. fantastic to see the reach that, that these groups that, you know, 
from the outside just look like a bunch of people partying in a parking lot, right? And that's absolutely fun and a big part of it, but there's so much good yeah. being done here that, you know, there's room for anybody who wants to do a little or a lot. Um, you know, in Terminus Legion, you know, Jason, I know you guys, I, I can't even remember, you know, be, being a member, like you guys post community service opportunities, like every other week, it's insane how many volunteer opportunities and partnerships you guys have. Do you want to give us a little bit of background or just, you know, yeah, your I short, mean, long version <laughs> of uh, yeah, what, what Terminus uh, Legion does <laughs> in, for community I've service? I've never met the short version. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, we do lots of stuff. So specifically like last year, you know, we, we it can be anything. You know, we were working with a mostly mutts, a little pet rescue organization, um, the Trevor Project. Uh, we were mm. raising funds with them. Uh, we did a, a diaper drive for the uh, Athens Diaper uh, Bank. So it, it depends. So we, you know, as one of our kind of unique things as Termos Legion is that we do have chapters that are kind of located uh, around that greater metro area that you just described. So um, you know, we have a chapter down in Fayetteville. Um, we have one in Athens, of course. We have one uh, up in Alpharetta and uh, up in, uh, let's see, where's the other one? Oh, and of course, in Gwinnett, uh, our big AU Nation uh, chapter. So uh, we'll actually, you know, partner with, depending on if a chapter has a specific organization they want to work with, that's who we work with. But, you know, in the past, uh, we've done everything from, you know, helping pack meals with the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Uh, to getting out uh, on a site build with a Habitat for Humanity. So uh, obviously those are very kind of the common, uh, more well-known ones and working with Open Atlanta, Open Hand Atlanta to do uh, community cleanup. So getting in some of the creeks and waterways and, and helping to remove some of the trash that gets trapped down there through all the rain we get. Um, but uh, at the same time, we, we like to work with Soccer in the Streets um, as our kind of primary partner as well. So um, that can be anything from helping uh, volunteer at their at their little tournaments and different events they're doing where they need help, um, people to help run it or you know sponsoring a team, uh, or just doing separate standalone events that raise money for um, you know their overall fund. So um, we also kind of we'll we'll do other events, their black tie event and everything. We usually have a representative there. So um, you know that and and for this year for 2024. You know, we're specifically going to be focusing on those grassroots marketing events. So any of you listeners out, intrepid listeners out there, um, if you have an organization that's putting something on, um, who wants to get some more visibility, you know, we're happy to be a part of, of that, um, give you some uh, some more reach, uh, probably participate, donate as well, um, spread it around the greater community um, that we're a part of as well. So like, you know, Fayetteville is one that I, you know, we just worked with that I wouldn't have normally have heard about, but Jason Longshore, of course, was working with them. So, um, you know, he's a great voice for amplifying those uh, smaller communities and, and maybe, you know, not the ones that I don't live there. I, I don't, I'm not connected to anyone or any, any of those organizations where I might hear about it. So um, that's the good thing about having well, a and some of these, some of these opportunities that you guys all put together come from the club and are organized by the club, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and, and I think that's that's actually a, a kind of one of the bigger driving goals for um, the Gulch this year as well um, is to do more of those kind of community focus where we can actually bring the Atlanta United community together and the SG community. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we we have done some some co SG stuff before. Um, Resurgence has their uh, invitational that we all like to participate in, raise a bunch of money for soccer in the streets. Um, but uh, this year we're going to be, I think it's going to be actually working directly with Atlanta United. 
uh, on, I think, big three kind of tentpole events um, over the course of the year uh, where we'll be, um, you know, all getting together uh, towards a common goal to help uh, some somewhere in the community. So we're still, of course, working on details, still early days um, uh, as, this, as the season gets ramped up. But that I think that's kind of what they've set for the goal. Um, so we're, I, I don't know, I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what that might look like. So, um, all the, all, yeah, so all this, all this stuff coming down the pipe, do you guys have any, uh, concrete or specific plans, uh, you want to share that are coming up for your supporter group? Um, I mean, the big one that we're going to be working on, uh, moving into March, kind of the next or, uh, event is Soccer on the Streets, uh, ATL Champions League. So they're doing a little differently this year. They're going to kind of have one main fundraising tournament. They used to do about three or four spread out across the year. Um, probably just got uh, a bit of a, of a hassle um, mm-hmm. to, to do so many events that are a very similar kind of in nature. So uh, they're doing one big one this year. And, uh, you know, if the, I don't know if the faction are uh, have any, any more uh, to contribute, but that's our next big event that we'd like. Um, you know, we're going to be putting a team together uh, to put our own squad out there to compete against some of the other supporters groups that, you know, like previous years, Atlanta United's had their team out there with Darren Eels on it. Uh, Boca's played. They got, you know, plenty, a lot of the FO, the front office staff is going to be on there. Um, you know, Tottenham has, has fielded a team before with uh, legends like Edgar Deeds. That was a fun year. Um, so you never know what you're going to get out there. Um, I know Man U always has a pretty sick team as well, uh, but they're gonna kind of uh, they're kind of opening up all organizations. It doesn't just have to be, you know, like you pick a European Champions League team, so or whatever. So a um, little different this year, but uh, bigger scope, uh, bigger tournament. So uh, we're we're hopefully uh, gonna be participating in that, and of course we let them know that if they need volunteer help, you know, let us know how many people there. Awesome. What's coming down the pipe for you guys over there, Kevin? And also, if you're looking for a team that doesn't play in Europe, you, Chelsea. You know. <laughs> yeah, they have two weeks off, right? <laughs> no, we don't. We, 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 we don't play in Europe anymore. So, you know, just, just putting that out there. Uh, Mark's got a list. Go ahead, Mark. Oh no! Well, yeah. Do we, why don't you talk about um, Coach's Cup? Well, that's coming up. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. So, um, uh, the faction supports uh, the Coach's Cup, which is a an event at Inter Atlanta FC off of Arizona Avenue in Atlanta. And what the coaches cup is, is a, um, a, a tournament between all of our coaches at Inter Atlanta. And they, uh, they each have the, there it's four teams and they uh, raise money throughout the, the, the families in the club. And the majority of the funds goes to um, uh, coaches education, right? At the club. It's an exhibition. Um, so there's a lot of fun with it, uh, but there's a lot, also a lot of competition and all the kids come out. We usually have, you know, anywhere from a thousand to 1500 people oh out there. The faction, we bring out the trailer, we've got the Tito's and lemonade flowing. Um, uh, we have a barbecue, uh, you know, it's all on the field and, and, uh, it's a really, really community, uh, driven uh, event and we have a lot of fun with it, but it's uh, it's all good because it goes back into the coaches' education to make them um, more educated, not just about um, you know licenses, coaching licenses, but also the, the club also invests in um, 
neurodiversity classes uh, for the coaches so that they, they can learn how to uh, coach not just uh, any kid, um, but how to coach kids that, that have issues or. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's you're, amazing. You're, you're, you're really working on um, accommodating everyone. Yeah. Kids and, and trying to grow the game, not just to the, the, the ones that are, you know, athletically inclined or just kind of have it, you know, but right. you're, you're trying to grow the game in, in every direction. Yeah. I mean, we even go as far as we, we give coaches uh, taxes one-on-one classes because these coaches come out and they're, they're, they're just, it's just a side gig for them, you know, and, and they don't know what a 1099 is or how to, how to do their taxes wow. or whatever. Um, you know, so we do tax one-on-one class for them or um, actually last week uh, we brought in Elijah Miranda, the executive director of soccer in the streets. And he did a, a four hour class at our club on coaches education, teaching our, our coaches how to um, recognize um, adversity uh, with kids and how to deal with that and how to recognize it. Um, and it, it was just an amazing class. He's an, I'm sure you met him, Jason. He's a, he's a great guy. And, and just uh, I'm so glad that they brought him on board and um, he did this class and we were all just blown away and we were crying babies at the end, Glenn, because it, it just brought back, um so many things to uh to, to us um as coaches because you know w- when you're coaching kids it's um you're you're building pe- kids lives you know you're, you're not breaking them down trying to trying to get the best out of them you're building them up and trying to make them give them the best and trying to make them a better person not just a better soccer player and that's what soccer's about it's not you know, all the glamour and glitter about homegrown players and this and that. Look, man, 1% of soccer players are ever going to see a division one or, or, or pro soccer field, right? You're just giving an experience to a kid. And it's all about giving that great experience to that person, to that, that human on the soccer field. And that, if, if you can do that, then you're building thousands and thousands of great experiences. Glenn, you okay, man? I was going to get through this episode. <laughs> I really was. I had every intention. <laughs> well, I didn't even want... pack Kleenex because man. I figured Glenn yeah. would do the crying for both of us, but Blood, bloody hell. Well, um, that was Coach's Cup. Sorry. No, no, it's good. You no, know, wonder why I send my kids to Inter-Atlanta. Uh, everybody, executive director of Inter-Atlanta, <laughs> see right here. Kevin, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, the, the reason I get torn up about this stuff is – and I'm not cynical at all about this. I, I didn't have this. I didn't have this growing up as a kid. Um, rural Ohio, we had to save up to be poor. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't have these opportunities that you're giving these kids. And that's all a kid needs. Little yeah. nurturing, little guidance, little, little opportunity, um, and seeing other people loving something. And yeah. they want that part of their lives too. I, I didn't have that. That's okay. Thanks, mom and dad. You did your best. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and to see people making that happen. Um, I'm getting a little dose of that right now just because um, I, I've taken up a, a new gig. Uh, I, I work in film and TV, but ever since the writers and actors strikes happened, um, it's kind of derailed everything. So I started teaching chess to kids oh, wow. uh, all around DeKalb County schools. And that's been really rewarding too. again, like you're saying to give, see kids Absolutely. have opportunities 
um, and grasp onto something and with love and they're enjoying it. And y'all are doing that exact same thing um, is just, man, that's, it's, it's beautiful. And you're, you're seeing an instant reward for it. There's just, there's nothing else out there. There's no other sport. There is no other, but I get um, inspiration. It's incredible. I get inspiration of all of these things that I implement or we implement at inner Atlanta. I get it from Atlanta United. Think about all the good things that, that our club has done since its inception through Arthur Blank, through Darren Eels, through the front office. Everything is about positive, good experiences for everyone. The fans, the children, you know, the players, even their their, their staff, their, the employees at, at Atlanta United and Arthur Blank family. You know, it's just amazing what um, our leader, uh, Mr. Blank, has done. And I, I'm, I'm just honored and, and proud to be a part of, of that. You know, and that's that's where I guide and, mm-hmm. and get inspiration from. Okay, so I, I can't talk Ooh. anymore. I can't talk um, anymore. How do we find you? How do you take all my money so I can be part of yeah, all how can how can be how can people be a, doing? be a part of 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 both of these things? How do they get this in their lives? I'm going to give a quick plug for the block party on February 24th. Oh, that just dropped. That's hot off the press. Yep, it's hot it's off my the press. An hour we, before we, we just had a front office meeting tonight. It's hot off the press, and it's going to be a combined watch party. What they're doing, I don't know that I should say too much. I think some of it's a surprise, but all the groups will be there. And come down to the block party. Come see us. Tickets are only five bucks, right? Um, probably Uber there. Lindbergh stations. You'd have to catch a bus, but. Um, you can do it. It's about where a mile is and it? Half away. Where, where, where is the Sweet, block party this year? Sweetwater, Sweetwater Brewing. Okay, okay, that's Great. the one by eighty-five, like under eighty-five, right? Yeah, it's eighty-five, it's, okay. and it's going to be this big open space, and it, it, it's going to be the block party in the afternoon with all the supporter groups will be there, um, and we'll all be and we'll all be there in force and together, and you can talk to any of us, right? Um, and after that will be the watch party and what Atlanta United is doing is, is going to be really cool. I can't remember if they dropped this or not. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bite my lip a little bit because uh, they're going to, so where our group will be, we'll have a footprint with the six supporter groups. They're going to put up a huge LED screen for the watch party to watch the Columbus match that day. So nice. it's going to be this really cool setup. Um, and, you know, Andrew's promises, Andrew on you, buddy. Um, and it, it should be really cool. But point is, is t- to your question about come out to the block party if you can. Um, it's it's five bucks. Come out. Come talk to us. Come meet all the supporter groups or one of them. It doesn't matter to us. I mean, as far as we're concerned, we want you in the tent. That's the whole point of the gulch, right? We want yeah. you in the tent. And you've heard you've heard things about you know being in the supporter section, you know waving flags. You know people have been to games. You know you know matches. You know what's there. But there's also the other side of it, which is our, our philanthropic efforts. It's all it's a it's it's full circle, and that's the idea. You can play whatever role you want, but come talk to us. And you don't have to do it every weekend. We do it every weekend, but you don't have to. You can come out and be involved as much or as little as you want, but be out there. You know, be a part of the conversation um, and do something about that. So that's the block party on February 24th at Sweetwater, um, and then um, so yeah, it, I'll, I'll say that yeah. much. Okay. As far as the faction is concerned, the factionatl.com. Mm. That's that's where we are. All handles. 
Yeah. And all the handles, um, the factionatl.com. It's straightforward for us. I mean, we want people there. We've got setups where we want people in the tent. So we do a membership that's inexpensive and we've got a membership for family where kids are free. Like our, our whole shtick. And we, we said this before is our, our, our niche. Our, our thought was, is we're these old guys play pub soccer now, but we all used to play in some capacity, but we have kids and it's about the next generation. It's about grassroots. It's about all the things you've heard us talking about tonight, all the efforts, but it's about the community and the community that comes together with the Gulch uh, as an example, but also just all around that and the fun we have together. Like that's the other thing is it's fun. And whether you wanna wave a flag, I think you were saying this before, Jennifer, whatever capacity, right? Whether you're waving a flag, whether you're throwing your beer up and back in the supporter section when we score, whether you're, you know, you're, you're in, involved with the chance or not, whether you're in the supporter section or you're somewhere else in the stadium, be that beating heart because that's what makes Atlanta unique, right? I mean, we changed yep. the game when it came to, to a home field advantage, but also to just attendance to, I mean, you name it, right? It's so different because of us. And there are other teams doing it too. And I, it, you know, there's some competition there, but honestly, from our perspective, I love seeing Charlotte doing what they're doing. I love seeing LAFC doing what they're doing. I love seeing all these clubs building so much and having regular attendance. That's what the sport is supposed to be about, right? It brings us together. We We are completely pushing ourselves as a sports entity and a sports culture in this country to all be better. Because we all, as sporty people, have that competitive streak. That's human nature. So, of course, we come in and then here comes L.A. and they got to do their thing, right? And then we see what L.A.'s doing and we're like, oh, we like some of that. So, you know, it just goes around and around. And we all, I think, as a collective unit, for the most part, just keep making it better and more fun and we make each other better yeah yeah and it's it's really weird to think that like we've been doing this for a decade (laughs) y'all have been doing this some of y'all not me um but some of y'all have been doing this for a decade and look at you know look at how far we've come but like we want to take it next level and we want to stop you know start setting the standard again it's not going to happen unless we all work together so Jason, where can we find you? Where can we where can we run into uh, Mister uh, Raging Gladiator Hat, who's ready to uh, entertain us all? Fun cups. I want to. I want some fun cups. fun cups. Yeah, where can we get fun yeah, cups? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, TBD on the fun cups in the tailgate location. But um, you know, I want. Yeah, let me echo the the block party. Of course, we're gonna be down there too. That's gonna be a, a great time. Sweetwater is a fantastic host. Their food is top notch as well. If you haven't been there. Since they started serving food, uh, but yeah, uh, I think I the block parties are one of my favorite events every year. So it's a great season kickoff this year. We get to have a watch party as well. So uh, we're going to be out there, and, and it's an early game. So the the event starts at one. I think kickoffs at two. So definitely want to make sure you get down there early uh, to get a good spot. But the fun thing will be once the game ends and uh, we've embarrassed the defending champion. Uh, you know, we'll have three more hours of partying. I think the five dollar ticket includes a drink ticket so that's like cheaper than yep. if you just bought a beer regularly anyway totally so, fair. Uh, it makes sense to come down yes. and check it out we got another another little event uh, we're doing our own season kickoff party the next weekend um, on that uh, international break weekend uh, on march 2nd so we're going to be up at the oh, cool. uh, battery uh, at the brand new battle and brew that just opened oh nice weekend or the weekend before so it's brand new 
Um, if you haven't been up there, it's a cool spot. Battle and Brew's been in Roswell for a good mm-hmm. 10, 15 years, um, and in Marietta before that. So they've been around. If you don't know them, if you're not super nerdy or, or whatever, uh, they're a, a video game and a community gaming spot. Very cool. We'll be up there. We've got a, a couple of bays or lanes or tables or whatever they call them uh, reserved for us to go up there and have some fun. Um, and it's also a great uh, way to meet new members and existing members as well. So just uh, kind of socialize, hang out. We'll have some food. Uh, but that's for Hell like yeah. Mario Kart and alcohol ice cream. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> so we'll be up there from 2 to 6. That's our official party time on March 2nd. Yeah, a little off weekend before the big home opener the following weekend uh, on March 9th. So, of course, we're all going to be tailgating together. That's honestly the best time to come and find out what the the groups are about. You know, we all have a little different vibe. Everybody's out there, uh, you know, with the idea of hanging out and meeting people. We all want more people, you know. So if you're new, that's that's not a problem. We love new people, right? Absolutely. You're around Um, because we got a lot of different stuff going on with six groups. They all got their own flavor. So uh, it is a big party, but it's all about finding, you know, who you connect with um, and who you vibe with. So any of those events are great opportunities to see um, kind of what it's about and what the supporters culture is like. And uh, your handles are at Terminus Legion. At yeah, TL, everything's just Terminus, Le- at Terminus Legion. So okay. TerminusLegion.com yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, X. Um, but we also have some sponsors out there. So if you're looking for some more regional content, you know, you can go to Terminus Legion Gwinnett, Terminus Legion Athens, uh, Terminus Legion Southside. Um, so we have a, a couple of other uh, little handles you can find for some different content, different watch parties that we have going on as well. So if you're you know, not able to get down to game uh, and you live a little bit out there, you know, we have watch parties uh, with all of our uh, kind of brewery partners. So we got Line Creek down in Fayetteville. Um, we got, of course, round trip within the city. But anyway, you know, check it out. You know, if you can't can't make it all the way to the city, we'll always got it. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, and if I may really quickly, I want to plug the Gulch, ATL underscore Gulch. Yes. It, 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 I think throughout the year, what you'll find is that while you can always go to our own handles for, you know, Faction or Terminus Legion or any other groups for, or for events that are specific and sometimes, you know, combined events, the Gulch will be... A sort of one-stop shop that's the idea is that it kind of it promotes all the groups but it really promotes atlanta united it promotes the community element it, com- it promotes all the the things that we're all doing together so atl underscore gulch is a good place to go and um you should find any more information about schedules about you know what's going on um and opportunities and and other you know sort of exposés on individual groups and that kind of thing so it, it should be good it should be fun you know, I uh, had the uh, pleasure of perusing the new Insta account um, because I've been following mm-hmm. ATL Gulch for like a year. Um, I'm kidding. But um, but no, I, I perused the new account and uh, noticed that you guys had just dropped in um, two awesome participatory opportunities where y'all want to hear from the Atlanta soccer community. Yes. Um, you know, you want to post on Reddit about chants and things like that that you want to do. Guess what? We need coppas and musicians and they have open right. practices that you can show up to at ATL underscore gulch.com. You can exactly. find that schedule. Uh, also, Hey, like seriously, my favorite thing about like doing supportery stuff is uh, TIFO and building TIFO. And if you have a TIFO idea, there is an open submission form 
they will listen to all of your TIFO ideas. But if you comment about TIFO ideas in the body of posts about TIFO, guess what you'll never see go up as a TIFO? It is your TIFO that yeah. you posted for everybody to see. So yes, first rule of TIFO club. We yeah. all, you know, give us, give us all ideas. We want to know, we want to hear it, but don't say it out loud. We don't talk about Bruno. Correct. Send it in the form that you can find at ATL underscore Gulch.com. Cool. All right, y'all. I think that about does it. Um, I did not expect to uh, both be uh, crying and feel like I could run through brick walls uh, all, at the, all at the same time. That's that's a new sensation. That's this was basically chariots of fire. Um, <laughs> more, more or less. Um, seriously, we, we really appreciate not only you guys coming on and, and giving up your time tonight, but the time you've given up for the past decade when we were all 10 years uh, younger and for the next decade, because it's not like any of us are done with this. No. Um, and, and, and we're going to be here and we're going to keep getting better and we're going to keep making things better. We're going to keep making our lives better and kids' lives better, everyone's lives better. It's really important work. And it's something that um, you too can be a part of. You too can run through brick walls while crying. It's, uh, it's a really good opportunity. <laughs> to do it. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening as always. We will be back again uh, in a few days' time for uh, part, uh, part three. Part three. Part three, part three. Part three in a, a couple days where we will be uh, featuring, I believe, Footy Mob. And All Stripes. And, and All Stripes. And All Stripes. So tune in for that one to hear what they're all about, and we will talk to you all soon.